Hey, it's Michael here from Unmute Presents, the podcast for all things technology. And I'm a huge fan. I love your live calls, your in-depth episodes, and your quick tips on Sundays. Thanks, that means a lot. Do you want to tell our listeners how they can join us? Of course. Just go to acb.community and find out how to join. Or you can subscribe to Unmute Presence on your favorite podcast app. It's that easy. Awesome. Unmute Presents, the podcast for tech lovers like you and me. This has been an ACB community call. Today's Unmute Presents community call was hosted on Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Unmute top here, we've got some announcements and some housekeeping. We want to remind everyone we're going to take all first questions first. If we get through everyone and we have time, we'll try and get through second questions. Also, please be respectful and let everyone answer their question and get their question answered in the same way you would want your questions answered. And as we always say, there's no dumb questions. I also want to remind everyone that tonight it's Mac Bytes with Bits in the Bits Zoom room. So you can check all that information out either in the email community or anywhere you can find information on community as well as the Bits website. And that will be starting at 8 o'clock Eastern time this evening. Also with us, as usual, we have Michael Doy. Say hello, Michael. Hi, Marty. Thanks for having me again, and it's cool to be here. I want to let everybody know some of the latest podcasts we've published on the IA Cast Network. We've done, we just published the latest IA Cast, which is covering Microsoft Loop and how it's a alternative and accessible alternative to Notion. So that is really exciting. You might want to check that out. And then, uh, I believe we had a Spanish with Carla last week that was published, and we're about to be publishing another one of those very soon. And we have, I believe that's it on our side. So I'm sure there's other podcasts to talk about. So I'll hand it back to you, Marty. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate it. And the question of the day is, if you travel, what technology can you absolutely not live without? So if you travel, what technology can you absolutely not live without? And also, as always, we've got Michael Babcock with us. How are you doing, Michael? I'm doing well, Marty. We'll get to these hands here in a quick moment. After I run through yesterday on Technically Working, we shared a quite a wide variety of topics, but a big conversation we've been having recently is about Demossi's experience with going into the Blind License Manager program in the state of Alabama. A uh, quick side note on ACB Media 8, this next couple of days is the Sagebrush Conference that is going on in Las Vegas. So if you're interested in listening to that, check out ACB Media 8. And then on Sunday, we had Digital Bytes, where we talked about glasses and head-worn technology. If you're curious about the difference in the Envision glasses and the Celeste glasses specifically. And we talk, of course, more than just the price difference, the physical difference as well. You'll want to listen to that where Marty, Chris, and myself sit down and chat about those wearable technologies. 
There's not going to be games to play with Lady A directly after Unmute today, but if you want to listen to Lucy's content that she recorded on Thursday showing you three different games you can play that are specifically word-related, then check out the All Things Lady A Alexa games that was published on Thursday. And that's all I got. Patricia, who is our first hand? And thanks, Patricia and Brad, for helping us out today. First hand is Julie G. Hey, hey, Jewel. Hey, guys. So, sorry, walking technically working lately, so I'm really enjoying that. I actually had two questions. One's pretty basic, and then my main question. The device I can't do without is my Braille display, because it's hard to hear voiceover in an airport. So, there you go. Braille is important in noisy environments. So, the first question is, I doubt y'all know this, but... Is there any app similar to Assist Eyes Wallet? Because it seems nobody can download that anymore. I have it, but it's staying on my phone. <laughs> right. Not that I can think yeah, of. Because so, you were asking about that on the podcast, something to keep, like, you know, information. And I was like, Assist Eyes Wallet. Then I was looking for it, and it's gone. Yeah. <sighs> I have it, but y'all can't get it now. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's the case with apps, and and potentially, if and when you upgrade your phone, you likely will not be able to get it back. So, be yeah. aware of that because if it's not no longer in the app store, then you'll no longer right. be able to download it. Well, what I did last time with my phone was that I had everything transferred over phone to phone, and then mm-hmm. included that app. So it did work at that time because all the stuff that was in that app transferred with it because that is Good. only on the phone, not in the cloud. So the main question I had was about website building. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a accessible website builder for a business and specifically looking for something that will work with Shopify. And I've been doing lots of searches and every time I search for accessible website builder, they talk about making your website accessible. Like, yep. but what about on the building side? Mm-hmm. So two things you you had to throw the works with Shopify on there. So I'm yes. I'm interested to find out, have you experimented with Shopify's web building tools? Because it is my understanding that those are fairly accessible. Have not. So that's where I would start is, okay. is if you need that. The other solution that I would encourage you to explore if for some reason that doesn't work is building a WordPress website and using plugins to connect Shopify and WordPress together if necessary. There are a few out there that are paid that could help facilitate that. Or you could explore looking at a tool like Easy Digital Downloads or WooCommerce, depending on what you're looking to sell through the website. But in your case, I would start with the Shopify site and see if that site builder is accessible. So I was told that WordPress went to a drag and drop only. Is that inaccurate? That is inaccurate. So WordPress has Gutenberg, which is what some people refer to as drag and drop, which really is not the case. Uh, WordPress also offers what's called full site editing on their new theme. That is not the most accessible or intuitive. I'm fond of a plugin called Generate Press. There's several other plugins out or I'm sorry, a theme called Generate Press. There's several other themes out there that are not drag and drop. Okay. And if you struggle with the 
what's called Gutenberg editor, which is the block editor. You can install a plugin to your WordPress site called classic editor, and that will give you a standard. What you see is what you get rich text editor that you can use keystrokes to manipulate the text and copy and paste into it oh. um, without having to manipulate blocks. So I'm going to have to helps. email you guys, get all this information. That's really good. Thank you. But yep, I'm going to no. have to email you to get, to get that those notes. Thank you. No worries. Uh, feel free to reach out with any additional questions. Who do we got next, Patricia? Eugenia. Hey, Eugenia. Hi. Good morning. I have an issue with my iPhone. I updated to 17.3. And right after that, voiceover start acting very funny. And it reads every punctuation and symbol on the page. And it's very distracting and very terrible. Uh, I talked to Apple Accessibility. They could not figure it out. I I went through all the settings. Even in the rotor, you have one that is all punctuation or some, which is default. <clears throat> and I could not fix it. And I don't know if you have heard about that or... Well, it's a th- there's a couple of things you can try, but... Going back to the rotor, like you were saying just a second ago, there yeah. sounds like it could be like on characters. So I wonder if you were to go into the rotor and change it to either, you know, line or paragraph, if that would not read every little thing in terms of the punctuation periods, all mm. that stuff, if it would read either line by line or the whole paragraph at once, depending on where you put it at. Yeah. Uh, the other two things. It doesn't. Can, it I'm doesn't sorry. I, it. I did. No, it doesn't change it. And also, the volume uh, up or down on the side, if I press it, not always, it reads like it says remote, mute mode. So it kind of reads what the action button should should say. Hmm. So it's very mixed up, the, the thing. And uh, I don't have an answer yet from Apple. They, they're supposed to call me back sometime this week. Well, two things I would suggest to do besides that is I would try restarting your device, you know, doing like a hard restart, like shut it off and turn it back on again. You can either go through the settings to do that or you can do it through Siri. But then once you do that, I would also turn off voiceover and let it sit for a second and then turn voiceover back on again and see turn if that voice... changes. First, oh, re- turn well, first voiceover re- before. No, no, no. Before first restart turn... your device. Okay. Then when it comes back on, then turn off voiceover and turn let it sit for a second, then turn it back on again. So restarting your device may reset things if things freaked out in the update or anything like that. And then sometimes turning yeah. off voiceover and waiting a second and then turning it back on again will reset voiceover to if there was any weird things that happened there. Oh, okay. I would try those couple of things and see if that yeah. gives you any... Uh, yeah, I, I will try the voiceover thing, the uh, turning off the iPhone, I've done that several times and leave it off for a while. So, Eugenia, it sounds actually, it sounds like Chanel might have something to suggest. Is that who I heard? The what? I'm sorry. I I thought I heard Chanel chiming in there. So, what I also, one other thing you can check because I. We lost you, Michael. Apple accessibility had you check in the verbosity settings, correct? Yes. Okay. So, what I have done in this instance when voiceover is acting a little wonky is two things. Number one, I'd make sure you aren't you aren't accidentally having screen recognition enabled. So if you haven't yet, see if screen recognition is on your rotor. And if it is, try turning oh. that off. 
if oh, that, if that okay. continues to read the punctuation to you at that point, what I would end up doing, and you do this at your own willingness, if you go into your settings and then you go to general, at the bottom mm-hmm. of general is the option to backup and reset. If you go into reset, you don't have to erase everything, but what you can do is reset all of the settings on your phone to default, and that would reset your voiceover settings. Of course, it'll reset everything, all of your other settings. You won't lose any content, but you can try that and then see if it goes away. But I I suspect that screen recognition somehow got enabled, and that's why it's reading all of that punctuation. Okay, I will try that first. And if I do that reset, backup and reset, you said? Yeah, it's under settings, general, backup and reset. And then choose the option that just says reset all settings. Don't choose the option that says erase and reset. Just choose reset all settings. Okay. And then I have to go through all my settings. Yes, that, that's okay. why I would not recommend. That. I mean, maybe wait for Apple before you do that. But that is uh, yeah. honestly where I would end up going at this point for troubleshooting yeah. um, if, if I check um, all the other things. Yeah, yeah, I'm very a little upset because my phone is, you know, kind of. I have a 15 Pro and it's quite new, and I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, good luck, Eugenia. Okay. Let us know what you end okay. up doing, and hopefully I, that works all right, out. I will. I will. Thank you. Thanks Thank you for your help. I'm going to try that. Right after the call. Who do we got next, Patricia? Kirsten, go ahead. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello, Hello. how are you? I'm well, thank you. I wanted to answer the question first, which was when traveling, what devices, device could I not live without? That would definitely be my iPhone, of course, and also my OrCam, my eye. Those two are necessary. Awesome. Well, thanks for letting us know. That's awesome. Yeah. And also, I did have a question, a really quick question. Okay. As far as with the iPhone, I know that there are quick, quicker ways to turn voiceover on and off. And I wanted to know if someone could quickly explain to me how I could set it up to where I could just like double tap on the back of my phone. Uh, You would have to go into the settings. Mm I'd have to look it up and see exactly where the double tap is. But if you're looking for something easy that's even easier than that, that you don't even need to set up, but it'll already be set up for you, is you can just invoke Siri and say, turn off voiceover and invoke Siri again and say, turn on voiceover. And there you go. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yep. Hey, next we have Sharon. Go ahead. Hi, everyone. Hello. Um, How are you? Hi. Actually, this is a tip that I got last night from the community Facebook page for ACB. And it has to do with Facebook and this weird noise that is happening when you swipe. It's like a kind of sound, not like a whistling noise. And apparently it's Facebook updating the page. And they said that you can turn it off by going into menu and then settings and then media and then in-app sounds. And you turn off that sound and it disappears. So I just wanted to pass it on because I know it's been annoying me. <laughs> and mm. I'm assuming it's annoying other people too. Good to awesome. know. Thank well, thanks you. for the tip. Okay. Thank you. I didn't even know that was an issue. I guess that's the problem when I don't use Facebook. So thank you for that. <laughs> okay. I appreciate yeah, I don't use you Facebook either. Know. So I would have never even known that. Okay. Thank All you very right. much. Who do we got next? Hey, next we have Juliana. Hey, Juliana. 
Hello, everybody. Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Oh, good. All right. First, I'll tell you something good. You've heard that. Tell me something good. Okay. <laughs> I was able to get Microsoft Edge off, uh, you know, s- stop it from interfering with everything. Yay. It was actually just Outlook. So I, I had to get some help because, I mean, I was doing the right thing, you know, but it somebody had to come in and help me with it. It was just, it, it was only Outlook. It was not everything. It, it, interfered, it did interfere with Zoom, but that's because I, I guess it, it was because I entered a link on an Outlook email. So, you know, that was where right. that I was getting some strange things on Zoom. And question from Marty, how would the lady turn off voiceover? Would she press the side key three times to turn it off? Or would she literally turn off voiceover some other way? Is this uh, lady that was talking about all the problems she was having with punctuation? Yeah. Could you do it a couple of ways? The easiest way for most people is to invoke Siri and ask Siri to turn off voiceover and then wait a second and then invoke Siri again and turn voiceover, say, turn voiceover on and it will turn it back on. Now, depending on your device, you can do that a couple of different ways. On the devices that do not have a home button, you can use the side button, which is the same as the, you know, lock screen button. If you do have a home button down in the bottom in the center, you could hold that down and that would invoke Siri. So that's how you Okay. Would do it. I didn't know whether she literally had would have to go in and literally turn voiceover off forever. I mean, until she turned it, which I don't know how I I always thought you had to get sighted help with that kind of thing, but well, um, with Siri, you wouldn't need to. Okay. Sometimes turning off voiceover and turning it back on kind of resets it if it freaks out kind of a thing. Uh That's one thing. You could also go through the menus and turn off voiceover and turn it back on. But you would have to have voiceover on. And then when you get all the way into the menus and you turn voiceover off, you'd have to really know where to put your finger in order to turn it back on again. Otherwise, you would not have any audio because you had turned voiceover off. So that's why I tell people to use the Siri. Because Siri will talk even if voiceover is on or off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks a bunch. Yeah, no problem. Options for Gregory button drop input search keyword participants list. Next we have a phone number, area code three zero three nine three five. Mute button. Good morning, everyone, or afternoon. This is Petra for one that doesn't show up. <laughs> hey Petra, um, how are you? I have you? a question about AirPods. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, my answer to your question, the tech that I cannot live without, definitely my iPhone, which is a 13 mini, mm-hmm. my YouTube, excuse me, my Braille Sense 6 mini from him. And I just got from a company, I think it's called Zag, Z-A-G-G, mm-hmm. a travel charger that is really small. It folds in thirds. It does have to be plugged into a brick into the wall, but then you unfold it and you can charge your phone, your AirPods and your watch all at the same time yeah, uh, magnetically. Cool. It's MagSafe. Is this like one of the anchor MagSafe goes, one of those? I've heard a lot about them. I heard they're really great. It was wonderful. I got it when it was 30% off. 
So I oh, felt really good about that. Awesome. The AirPod question I have. I have AirPods Pro 2, which mm-hmm. I got this last summer, mm-hmm. be, just before they came out with the USB-C. So they're new, but they are, the battery in the AirPods, the left one and the right one are not dying at the same time. The left AirPod often will die well before the, the right one or vice versa. And they don't seem to, they, well, they're not the same charge level. When I check them with the phone, it'll say left Air, AirPod 50%, right AirPod 90%, AirPod case 70%. And I don't understand why the AirPods would, why the battery in one AirPod would would discharge faster than the other. Is there something wrong with the charging case, maybe? It would be really hard to answer that. I mean, it could be that the battery could be weak in one of your AirPods, or maybe the charging case inside isn't charging one as much as the other. I do know a lot of people use them one at a time, not both at the same time. So like for me, a lot of times I'll only stick one AirPod in if I'm using it just for a phone call or something like that. So one would be less than the other one. But if that's not the issue for you and you're continuously having an issue where nothing's charging up equally all the same thing, like if you put both AirPods into the case, plug the case in and leave it overnight and in the morning, they're not all charged equally, I would probably contact Apple because if you got them, first of all, less than a year ago, they would still have warranty and they could check them out. And if there's an issue, they could send you new ones. And if also you have Apple Care, then of course you'll be covered for even longer than the standard. But I would definitely plug them into the case, put them both in the case and plug them in overnight. And in the morning when you wake up, check them. And if they're all different, then I would call Apple and say, hey, this is what's happening with my AirPods. They'll give you some diagnostic tools to check with them. And then they'll probably either say go into a store or you can mail them in and they will look at them or replace them or do what they have to do to get you back on track. Another thing yeah, that you may in. want to look another thing you may want to look at is is sometimes a little where they connect, there's a little metal piece on the AirPods at the very bottom, I believe. You may want to just check and make sure both are like take a cloth and just wipe them off, make sure the contacts and uh, magnets are clear. That way it can have a good current going between, you know, the charger and that but like Marty said, I think it's good to just let them charge overnight and check it in the morning. Wipe, you know, make sure to wipe off the AirPods so they make a good, you know, connection to the charger. But then, like Marty said, if if they don't, then I would probably call Apple as well. The other, the other interesting thing, <clears throat> excuse me, which I kind of like, when I plug them in, they make a nice little ding sound. Yeah, that's new in the AirPod but Pro 2s. also sometimes, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just said that's a new thing in the AirPod Pro 2s only because in the new AirPod Pro 2s, they added speakers into the case. So that's how you get an auditory signal when you plug them in. None of the other AirPods have that. Uh, yes, that's true. The other thing is though, sometimes when I put the, the oh, AirPods back in the case, sometimes I get that ding also. <laughs> I never paid that much attention. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think it's, I, I kind of like to hear that little ding. I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Anyway, well, thank you very much. And I really love your show. Well, really, thank you very really, much. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hey, next, we have, next, we have Pam Coffee. Pam Coffee. 
Hello. I hope I'm coming through because number one, I'm outside. <clears throat> it's a gorgeous day. Number two, my internet is acting weird today. But to answer the question of the day, the device that you would could not pay me to travel without is definitely my iPhone. I do practically everything on my iPhone. I don't have a Braille display. I don't have a lot of this other stuff, but it's definitely my iPhone. Cool. Well, thanks, Pam. Hey, next. So, uh, and and I and I would like to put in because someone mentioned it briefly last week. The basic iPhone class on ACB community. It is the first and third Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Great. And Thanks, Pam. So and and normally I co-facilitate that, but the next couple of times I'll be flying solo. So anyway, that's the scoop on that. All right. Well thanks Pam. Thank you. Next we have Gregory. Go ahead. Hey Gregory, how you doing? Alta mute. Can mute. you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Okay. I I have a 14 Pro. And I recently updated to 17.3.1, and I noticed my settings page has changed. Like, for instance, on the top, I, it would say my name, but now it says my first two initials and then my name. And then when I swipe right down to the airplay, it says flight and then airplay, and then it says right arrow. Uh, have you heard of this? I have not. Yeah. Yep. It's a, so it yes. sounds to me like you also have screen recognition enabled. So what I would do is change your rotor. Um, and 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 the only reason I say that is because I think it's recognizing the right arrow that you can tap on on the screen, which visually is there, but voiceover typically doesn't see. So where I would start is by using your rotor and switching to find screen recognition and flick down once and see if it says then screen recognition off and then go look at your settings and see if it shows your name. Cause I just checked on my iPhone and it shows my name at the top. And then when I flick to the right from my name, it says family and then airplane yes. mode. Okay. This is interesting. You asked a question about my favorite device. I'm hoping my favorite device very soon will be my Celeste glasses. And in the app, the Celeste app, it has a, a voice recognition button. I'm not sure what it's for. That may be part of it. But So in the Celeste glasses, one of the more recent updates that they pushed to those glasses is the voice assistant feature. So what you can now do in Celeste is say, hey, Ella, describe this to me. Or, hey, Ella, find the grocery items yes, on it, my desk. Yeah, and that that's what that good. voice button is for. The big issue with the cellus right now, and they're working on it, is hotspot connection. Yes. But yep. that's going to be my favorite device when I get it fixed. Because my hotspot did work very well a couple of weeks ago outside the house. And it, it's amazing. When they get the glasses fixed, it's going to be really great. So I'm sticking. That's going to be my favorite device. But my iPhone is the favorite one right now. There we go. Well, thanks a lot for that feedback. Yep. Thank you. Hey, next we have Lynn Moore. Hi there. Hey, Lynn. How you doing? Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello, hello. So my my favorite device, I'd say, is probably my, probably my iPhone. 
Although I went without my Mac for a week <laughs> last summer and it was kind of miserable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, cause I had to travel and I didn't take it. Mm. So, but my iPhone and my Mac, both of them, I, I'd say my iPhone probably. So I was going to tell the person that had the AirPods that the other sound that you hear when you're putting them back in the case, that the power, that the battery is low, that that it's a low, you have a lower battery time. In the case itself? Yes. Gotcha. So that sound is that it could be telling you that your your case for your AirPods, battery is low, and you should charge that. So I have I have gone on with the case like several times on that. You know, mm-hmm. like I you don't have to certainly charge it right away, but but it, it does say that it's it's lower than. So. Beautiful. Well, thank you for that. And and I wonder if I could ask you a couple of very very quick questions. Um, sure. Go ahead. I have I have the 15 Pro now. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the 15 Pro. You know what I have, and I ha- I wonder if you could tell me: Is there any way at all to to alphabetize my apps on my home screen anymore? Because it seems like they've taken that away, or do you have to just move them? As far as so, I know, you have to move them around. Nope. You nope. If you go to settings, general, reset, backup, and reset. And then go uh-huh. down, there's an option to reset home screen. And if you tap on that, then that will reset your apps to alphabetical order that you have installed. Note that that will not put the default apps that come on the iPhone into alphabetical order, but anything else that you've installed will start with the letter A on page two, about halfway down the screen in the middle. And then it'll oh. go A to Z. So again, that settings, general, backup and reset. Reset home screen layout. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Thank you. And then one more quick question, if I might. The so I'm I noticed that on my apps, like I'll have weather on page two, say, and then weather on or weather on page one, and then weather on page two, and it's the same. Like I see with the calendars in two places. Can I? Why is that happening? Do you know? You have widgets. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a weather widget and a calendar widget. So can I turn the widgets off then? Yeah, you You can remove them. Yep. Uh, Flick down on the one on page one, and that's probably where your widget is because by default, weather is on page two, I believe. But if you flick down on one of them and there will be an option that says delete or edit, and then you double tap on that, and then you flick down again until you hear it say activate and you double tap on that, and it will ask you if you'd like to remove it from your home screen. Oh, okay. All right. Because I only need one, you know, yeah. instance of weather or calendar or whatever. Yeah. Okay. The, the way to tell the difference, because <coughs> actually it used to be that weather would tell you your condition on the widget. Yeah. So when I tap on, because I have a weather widget, and when I tap on it, it gives me all the information. So right now it says weather gives me the city 49 degrees partly cloudy and then tells me what the low and high is if i go to page two and i locate the weather application and i can't find it right now it doesn't uh, say anything though it just says weather it just says weather double tap to open so that's the actual application if you hear the whole forecast then that's what you might want to delete off of your home screen, or you can just take weather off of your home screen and just hear the for- forecast, whichever one you prefer to have. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You've been so helpful. 
Yeah, no problem. And it looks like Brad has his hand up. You too. Thank you very much. Okay, next we have Chanel. Go ahead. Wait, we have Brad, I think, and he has yeah, someone. Have, uh, oh, Brad, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brad. Okay, we have we have Jane has soon. joined us on stage here in Clubhouse. Hey, hey. Jane. You Hello. Were here, Just a quick update. Oh, okay. okay. I did. So NVDA is fixed within, I think I, I fixed it within the hour. I had to re- <laughs> reinstall it yet again. But now I'm trying to figure out. So I will purchase Microsoft Office soon. But for now, I'm looking at free office alternatives. I don't know what free office. office. I mean, I tried Microsoft stuff online and I did not like that (laughs) at all because I'm used used to having my stuff locally, but and I will get office soon. But right now I got to finish up a project and I need to figure out what free solutions so if you so first of all the first free solution i would recommend to you is google's workspace if you hit control alt z followed by control alt h this should both enable accessibility and braille modes in google docs and then turn your browse mode off with nvda key plus space and that would be Probably the most convenient free solution to Microsoft Office products. I don't have any direct experience with it, but there is LibreOffice and OpenOffice that are also available as applications you can install to your computer versus using like Google Docs. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm very familiar with Google Suite products and I probably should use that. But so what if I need to... I don't know if I could do this locally, but what if I need to then, so I I would have to put stuff in the cloud per se, and then, can I print from it and then yeah. bring? Yep, you can print from Google Docs. There is print support. And actually what you can do versus having to put something in the cloud is if you have Google Docs open and you do the alt slash keystroke to bring up the search file or search menus option, you can type in open and then an option will be open file. And if you do that, then you can pick a local file and open that Word document in Google Docs and it will upload it. Okay, but then I can't save it locally, though, then, right? If I create my stuff online. So in that instance, no, you would not save over the document you have, but you can export the Google Doc that you're working to as a, I think Word is an export option. And if you are looking for something local, like something on your computer, I would go with what Michael said. Check out either OpenOffice or LibreOffice. They're both, you know, pretty decent for a free solution. I would check them both out. They both have the full suite of products, you know, like a Excel type of thing, a word processor and a presentation app. And don't forget, because I know you're on the, you have access to a Mac. You also have access to pages as well. And that could also help you too. There you go. I always forget that. Yeah, there you go. And that should be on your computer. It's free with every Mac. So you've got pages already locally on your Mac. Okay. All righty. Who do we got next, Patricia? Next, we have Chanel. Hello, Chanel. Hello. Hey, Chanel. Well, I was just going to answer your question. Oh, well, I did actually think of, so you're unmute and I, I do miss Lucy's show. So I might go listen. Is that all on the unmute feed or is it a separate yep. podcast for her? 
Nope, it's on the unmute feed. It was the episode published on Thursday. Um, All right. And it's always published to the unmute feed on the second Thursday of the month. Okie dokie. Awesome. And to answer your question, I, <laughs> well, I would say combination of Braille display and f- I even, I take my Braille display out even just for a local, you know, because I, I don't know when I'll have a minute where I'm waiting and I can just sit and read. But I forgot when I was going on my big trip over the holidays, I forgot my USB hub at home that I need to connect like USB A devices to my Mac. Fortunately, my father in law had a spare one, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot my USB hub on my trip. So, so which uh, Braille display do you use? I use the Brilliant. Okay, the, the 40 twenty cell. Oh, yeah. The okay. I I'd love to have a forty Mantis. You know, for working with the my I love my Brilliant twenty because I I just read everything directly on there. Lots of Bookshare stuff and whatever. So I I love my Brilliant. Beautiful. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Next we have Joanne. Hello, Joanne. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Hi. Good. To, to answer the question of the day, my I wouldn't leave without my iPhone, probably or my or my Apple Watch, but especially my iPhone. And I wanted to thank Sharon for that tip on the Facebook noise because I was on last night and I heard it and I was like, "What is that? It's driving me crazy." Yeah. So, yeah. It's good I'm glad I can. I'm glad I can turn that off. Yep. And, and if you need um, a reminder, about the remember. voiceover thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say about the voiceover thing. <clears throat> I have my accessibility shortcut set to to voiceover, so I can just I can use Siri or I can just hit the side button three times to just turn it off, off and on. Beautiful. Um, so that's the flexibility of having that accessibility shortcut. You just triple click that side button or a home button if applicable on your phone, or you can use voiceover. So thanks for sharing that. Thank you. Next, we have Bernard. Hi, Bernard. You are muted, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now he's, he's still muted. Bernard is still muted. Hmm. The only Mark. other hand we have at the moment is someone who has already spoken. Oh, I don't know what you want to do. Yep. Hey, Jewel, go ahead. Uh, we'll, we'll see if he can get unmuted yeah. while we're talking to Jewel. Yep, go okay. ahead, Jewel. I just had a quick answer for the person who's tasking about the back tap. Thank you. And also, of course, you can do the triple tap on the side button for the accessibility shortcut. So if you have voiceover set up as your accessibility shortcut, then you go into settings, mm-hmm. accessibility, touch, back tap, and you can choose double tap or triple tap. And the first option is the accessibility shortcut. I just thought I'd add that. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Uh, those directions. We appreciate it. All right. Who okay. do we got next there, Patricia? We're going to go with Myrna. hope I'm pronouncing that right. Hey, Myrna. Yes. Hey, Michael. So here's a question for you. It's it's not a technical even. What is the name of the podcast on Sundays? It's probably the only one I haven't been subscribed to, and and I need to do that. And I th- maybe other people need to know again. So what is the name of it? So it's in the unmute feed so you don't have to subscribe to something oh, okay. different to get the sunday show and right. internally and it's appeared as the show title as well we're calling it digital bytes marty okay. you want to explain to myrna about digital bytes sure what we're doing on there is we're kind of talking all things mobile so phones tablets earbuds apps that you know maybe we've tried out and uh, we're letting people know hey this is a cool app try this out 
whether it worked well or not. So that kind of stuff. And usually it's on the average about, I would say, 30-ish minutes, so 20 to 30-ish minutes. Okay. Good. So, but it's part of the unmute. So if you, if you subscribe to the unmute, you're going to, you're going to see it anyway, is what you're saying. Yes. Yep. When you subscribe to the unmute feed, you will yep. get the, this after we go off the air, we edit it down and put this out. So if you missed anything yep. on here or want to hear it again, you'll get this, you'll get all of the different Thursday shows we put out throughout the right. month, one on every Thursday, all different topics. And then the Sunday digital bite show. Cool. cool. And as far as traveling, of course, the yeah. Of course, the iPhone. I mean, <laughs> everybody. And of course, my Apple Watch. And then probably, probably one of the, probably a Braille Sense because it, it's light and will cover. I mean, you know, I mean, if, if I could carry a PC or a Mac, I'd probably say that. But for, for, you know, for kind of ease of carrying, I'd probably take either the Braille Sense or the Braille Sense Mini with me and I'd be able to do everything. Cool. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. That's it. All right. Well, thank you very much. This is Bernie. I'm unmuted now. All there right. Go are. ahead. I don't know what happened. You. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I'm. A, I don't know what happened. I'm. I'm like an old old man, man. I'm sorry. So I got. I just found out about you guys today, and uh, this is awesome. I got two quick questions. I've been using the iPhone forever, and yeah, it's it's my go-to device, and I don't leave. I don't even. I don't even think I ever put it down during the day. <clears throat> I could really use help. How do I copy and paste on the iPhone? That's my first quick question. So it depends on where you are, but there's two ways to do it. Let's say you're in a web browser and you want to copy or share it with someone. You mm -hmm. would have the page open, for example, and then you would go down to the share sheet and you would click that and then you would scroll down and you'll see a button that says copy and you do a single... Do you use voiceover? I do. So you would scroll down and then you, when you see copy, you would do a single finger double tap and it will copy it to your clipboard. And then you can go somewhere else and paste it or send it to a friend or do whatever you want to do with it. Another way would be to do it is you could use the rotor. And the way you would do that is let's say you are in a text document and you wanted to copy the text, you mm -hmm. would invoke the rotor and in the rotor, you would go to edit. And then once you get into edit, then you could flick up or down and it will say, you know, select all, and then you copy, or you can just copy any number of ways. So all of your editing tools, copy, paste, all that stuff would be in the rotor in the edit section. Okay. I'm not too, <clears throat> not too good on that rotor thing. Okay. The other thing I have a quick question on is, let's say I come across an email address and I, you know, I don't know how to, I, I don't know how it's spelled. How, how can I, you know, go back to it and spell it letter by letter? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think you would have to, again, go into the rotor and change it to character and then flick up or down and it would reach you each letter individually. So how do I go into the rotor and do that? Can you explain that? Yeah, the rotor would be you put your index finger and your thumb on the screen at the mm -hmm. same time. And then you would turn like you're turning a knob on your oven. You know, you would right. turn either to the left or right. And you'll hear right. it go through the different things that you have in your rotor, yeah. depending on what you have on your rotor. Sometimes there's a lot of things on there that maybe you don't need. If that's the case, you can always go into the rotor settings and either add something you really want on there or remove things that you don't think you would ever need. For example, a lot of people will remove 
you know, Siri volume, or I'm not, I mean the voiceover volume, not the Siri volume, because mm-hmm. if sometimes they hit it accidentally and then it turns their voiceover really loud and they don't know how to get it back down again because they don't realize they did it in the rotor. Uh, or sometimes the speed of your voiceover is in the rotor and people accidentally land on that and then they accidentally flick up or down and their voiceover all of a sudden is going really slow or really fast. So a lot of people set it to what they like in terms of speed and volume and then remove those things off the rotor so it doesn't get changed again. If you have a hard time with the index finger and the thumb and trying to turn it, you can always go into the rotor settings and you can change how you invoke the rotor. So, for example, what I did on mine was I changed it to a two-finger swipe to the right or left, and that invokes the rotor that way instead of having to do a single finger the the finger and the thumb and try and turn as a knob. A lot of people have a hard time with that. it's a little bit of tweaking in the settings in the rotor section, but you can change those things if to something that would be easier for you if you want to. Well, that's very helpful. What's your name? Marty. Okay, Marty. Well, thank, bo- thank you both of you guys. This is wonderful. And are you on like just once a week or twice a week or what? We're on here once a week here on Tuesdays. And then uh-huh. if you listen to podcasts, we put out other shows, both in the Unmute feed, which is Unmute presents in any podcatcher and you'll see the stuff we put out on Thursdays and on Sunday. And then you can also check out IACast and we put out stuff there as well with Michael Deutz, who's also here. And he's got a live radio station that you can listen to. And Michael, you want to chime in on IACast for a sec and talk about the radio and anything else? Let them know how you can access that stuff. Yeah. So the IACast is also a weekly podcast that we do. We just published our episode of the week this today and we have an app called the i accessibility app where you can get all of this content for ios and there is a radio station you can use the app to listen to the radio station you could also go to iacast.net slash listen and we keep up with the latest content of the week on that station so it's always repeat repeating so if you need to you know go back and listen you'll be able to get that content and we're always uploading new stuff and looking for feedback so we have radio station, podcasts, the app, and our, you know, uh, we also have Discord if folks are interested in that. And I, I can talk about that some other time. But um, and, and, and what's, what's the app called? What's I accessibility. I A accessibility. Okay. The letter uh-huh. I and then the word accessibility. Okay. The letter I and then accessibility. Correct. Okay. One more question on that app. On that app, do you talk about Jaws at all? Well, it it has all of our content from our other shows. So okay, gotcha. if, if you go back and see anything about JAWS in the previous archives of the shows, then we mm-hmm. do have information there. Okay, wonderful. Thanks so much. And Appreciate one other it. thing about JAWS, are you learning to are you looking for JAWS information or learning JAWS or yes, anything? Yes, I'm le- I'm learning JAWS right now. We're gonna be doing a we're gonna be doing a four week introduction to JAWS. It's gonna be in about five weeks from now. That's gonna be the next thing we do in club unmute so you can check out our website for more information it's not there yet but it will be keep checking back in the next couple of weeks it'll be on there but that's unmute.show for the website and if you have any other questions or anything you can always email us at feedback at unmute.show okay so that's going to be on this community resource thing too no that's going to be in a separate place we'll have all the information for you on the website so just keep checking back for unmute.show and we'll have all that information up there i'd say probably in the next couple of weeks it'll be happening probably in about eight ish weeks or so all right wonderful thank you
Yep. Take care. Take care. Thank you. And we have a phone number, area code 413-329. Hi, Patricia. My name is Laurie. <clears throat> I was on the podcast a week or two ago. Okay. Hello. Hello. How are you? <clears throat> I'm good, Mike and Marty. How are you doing? We're doing good. Thank you. <clears throat> the, for your question of the day, well, <clears throat> excuse me. I When I first had a flip phone, I could not leave leave my home without it. And then I went to a feature phone. I did not leave home without that. And now I don't leave without my iPhone. I can't leave home without my iPhone. So that was for your question of the day. And then thank you for the the voiceover instructions on what to do as far as resetting voiceover, because I've tried your tips and tricks on trying to uh, keep my alarm from telling the time every time, every minute. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to just have to reset because it would stop. It would start talking every minute. Right. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what I called about last time. And so, so I, uh, somebody suggested switching your, your uh, widgets around. And so until I do that, I'm going to probably have to reset voiceover because, you know, uh, unfortunately it might reset other functions and that's what I'm afraid of. Hmm. Well, did you try moving that the clock icon to somewhere else so that your voiceover cursor won't continue landing on it? No, I haven't tried that yet, but one one day I will. So I don't know when that one day will be. But when I get the courage to do that, because I'm afraid of dropping it in the wrong spot. And, you know, it was when I when I had a computer long ago and I dragged things, you know, clicked and dragged with a mouse. That was easy. But back then I had sight. A, you know, partial sight, but now I don't have that. So, you know, and my manual dexterity is not exactly the greatest. So I'm afraid to, uh, to do it. So I had a sighted person do it for me one day. And when I see him next month, I'll have to ask him to, you know, put something else there, like m- maybe my mail. Mm-hmm. One yeah. thing, to, one thing to keep in mind is if you reset your home screen as discussed earlier it will not affect your lock screen widgets i don't think oh that's good that's good to know and also the i have a home button on my iphone i have an se 2020 and Mm -hmm. which is going on four years old now and Mm -hmm. when i first learned voiceover gestures i was able to use the home button for that to a triple tap on voiceover home button and then but i didn't know that you could also do it on the power button on the side that's interesting yeah i think that's only though if you have one of the newer phones that do not have the home button anymore okay yeah no my my phone does have a home button so it probably would not because when i press the power button once it it doesn't necessarily turn the phone off it just locks totally the screen. but it locks the screen so because right. i hear an er, and yeah. then and then it asked for my passcode if I if I lift and raise to wake. So, but that's another thing I have a question about is my phone, when I first got my iPhone and it was brand new, I did not set a passcode like Apple wanted me to. And they actually told me it was required. But for the longest time, I did not use a passcode until I read on YouTube that someone's iPhone got stolen this lady went to a bar and she had her iPhone stolen right out of her hand. And that scared me. 
Well, so, there's 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 a couple of things there. I mean, it's not exactly mandatory to have a, a passcode on your phone, but a couple of things. One is like if someone steals your phone or you lose your phone or something like that, then your information is going to just be all there for them to just go into your phone and and do whatever, you know, so you don't have any prediction there. If you don't have passcode and you were to lose your phone or it were to get stolen, but what is mandatory is, for example, if you use the Apple Wallet and you have any kind of cards in there, an Apple card or a debit card or any other things in there, you mm -hmm. cannot utilize the Apple Wallet without having a passcode. It won't let you use it without the passcode because that's just too much vulnerability. So if right. you plan on ever using the wallet, you would have to have the passcode at least and usually they want either a face id a fingerprint and a password so if one fails you have another option to get into there right um, if you used your finger instead of using a passcode as your primary way to get in then all you would have to do is put your finger on the round button in the center at the bottom which is the home button and then you right. would have to do the password and you would still have security so you do have right. some options. It just depends on what's the easiest thing for yeah, you. Yeah, I tried doing the fingerprint, and my phone won't take, won't will not take it. So I finally ended up using a passcode now, and and so now it's become second nature to me to do that. Yeah, I mean, and if you really really hate the password that much, then you could turn it off if you. Oh, want Oh no, to. now I don't. But in the beginning, I did. In the beginning, yeah. uh, when I first started doing it, I was like, "Darn it, I have to do this again." But now I love it. Right, now really. it's now it's like now it's like uh leaving my leaving my apartment without locking my door. I have to lock my door before I leave. So yeah, that definitely. way uh, nobody will get in without my permission. So yeah. you know, and that's you know, kind of like anybody would not leave their home without setting an alarm or locking their key or whatever, locking their door or whatever. So now I feel safer. But that story on YouTube scared me. I was like, yep. "Oh, well, so, well, we're um, just about, about out of time here, so about. it looks like we got... Okay, well, thanks for your help, guys. I appreciate it. Yep, no problem. Thank you. And we you have too. about three minutes, so... Let's take Circu real quick, and then we will uh, wrap okay. it up. So this is real quick. I just wanted to answer the, that question. I use my iPhone. I, I never leave it at home. I take it everywhere with me, and iPhone SE 2020, and now I'm learning to use my Braille note taker, uh, handedick Actelino with with this phone, and I'm really enjoying it uh, to to learn how to how to play with it. And so yeah. Well, great! Thank was, you very much. You're welcome. Thank yep. you very much, brother. Yep, yep. Call. All right, everyone, we're out of time. So thanks, everyone, for being here. And as always, we'll be back next week. And if you have any questions, comments, you can always email us at feedback at unmute.show. You can always check out our website at unmute.show. And thanks, everyone, for helping us out. And uh, everyone have a great week. And we'll see you next time.